Well, hello there. Welcome to day 17 of No Nonsense November. Sharon Hornells from here talking about a tool a day, something a day, every single day that I use and have used many of them for, for years and decades, different tools that I use to make my life work. Now, all of us have to figure out different strategies and shortcuts and tools and techniques and routines and habits and everything else to make our life work. Uh, life is too complicated and too hard these days. There's too much information, too many things flying at us all at once for us to not have some processes and procedures and personal systems that we use to make our life better. Now, yesterday we talked about the habit loop, right? The habit loop of cue or a reminder, a trigger, a prompt or simple or something that triggers us to enact a routine, to start a process that we use. And then if that process that we use is something that is positive for us, we want to have a reward. We feel a reward by, by running that routine and then that will re-cue. And it's just this cycle of cue, routine, reward, cue, routine, reward. And I think it was from Atomic Habits or something. I'm not sure who, who did it for sure, but Atomic Habits is a good book if you want to learn more about and read more about and really dive deeply into habits and how we form habits, good habits, bad habits, any kind of habits. And one of the main things I wanted to dig deeper into today is the importance of triggers and cues and prompts and reminders and what's the difference between them because again how we define things has a huge impact on us so to me triggers are something that fires automatically right you, you pull the trigger on a gun the gun fires automatically so to me triggers both positive and negative are things that cause me and most people to just automatically respond in a certain way now just because we've always responded in a certain way to certain triggers doesn't mean we can't interrupt that pattern and change our response, which is what we're looking for, right? Uh, when I get overwhelmed, it's, a, it's a, a trigger for me is getting overwhelmed. As soon as I feel that feeling of overwhelm, I go immediately and less now so because I'm aware of it into procrastination mode, right? And procrastination mode doesn't really give me the rewards I want. So I want to back that up and I want to interrupt that natural pattern of, overwhelmed, too much going on, feeling out of control, chaos that triggers and automatically sends me into that procrastination, hunker down, hide mode. I want to, I want to interrupt that. Well, what are some other ways that I can do that? So I do that by picking different triggers, different cues. Now to me, triggers are, are automatic. They're things that we've picked up over our lifetime that, that cause us to automatically respond in a certain way cues and prompts and reminders to me are more intentional now this is just how i define it you can define it however you want for yourself to me cues and prompts and reminders are things like writing prompts prompts in journals things or questions questions are great prompts right if i ask myself different questions that can be a cue instead of a trigger now there are questions that are actually triggers for me for example and i will give a very personal example uh, my ex-husband and i uh, had a very interesting relationship and he would call me like 15 times a day to, to ask questions and do things and he would always start out because we learned it in a real estate training program well, whenever you call anybody make sure you ask them if this is an okay time to talk or if this is a good time and so he changed that into you got a sec you got a minute and so that became an actual negative trigger for me because whenever he called me I was busy doing something. I was always busy doing something for one of our businesses or with the kids or something. He never called me when I was like doing nothing. I don't think he ever called me once when I was doing nothing back in those days. So you got a second, 
became a negative trigger for me. Well, now a lot of people will ask you in the business setting or in your life, well, do you have a minute? Got a second, got a second to talk. And I realized that every time I heard that phrase, I was having an immediate negative response and I would tighten up and I would get all stressed out and, and, and tense. That was the routine I would run whenever I was triggered with that phrase. So sometimes prompts and phrases and things can be triggers as well as just being a cue. Now I like to take them and make them a positive in my life and I want to trigger positive routines and so I get the rewards and the behavior I want so that I'm picking prompts and reminders and triggers and things that work for me. Um, I want to identify whenever I identify one like that that isn't working for me I actually break that cycle and I find ways to turn that into a positive so that becomes that goes from being a trigger a negative trigger to a positive cue a positive prompt a positive reminder. Now you can do this in so many creative ways and I want to just share some of the ways I personally do it and have used cues and triggers and prompts and reminders to remind me to do different positive habits and positive things and positive routines and rituals and things that I want in my life. Um, one of my favorite most recent ones is alarms on my cell phone. On your cell phone whenever you go to the clock feature and you set alarms on top of it you can name that alarm. Well you can name it you know work meeting or something or you can name it something awesome that makes you feel good and I actually put affirmations in my titles for my alarms you know one is um, it's an awesome new day or something or you know my first one I think my four o'clock alarm says something like um, awesome new day well yeah because every day above ground is a great day so I want to remind myself every day I wake up is an awesome day so you can use your cell phone to, to do prompts, reminders. There's all kinds of apps now for forming positive habits, for tracking habits. If you Google habit tracker, for example, there's hundreds of different worksheets and apps and programs and things that will help you track habits if, if that's how you like to do it. I'm sitting here with a Fitbit on. Uh, this Fitbit, of course, reminds me of my health habits. Am I stepping enough? Am I moving enough? Am I sleeping enough? What's my heart rate? For me, with my sudden cardiac arrest, it's important that I pay attention to things like my heart rate and my blood pressure and other certain functions in my body so I don't get too worked up and like set off my box. Uh, so I use my cell phone for a lot of different reminders. I actually have recordings on my phone and, and this ties into taking some of the habits and some of the things that we've learned about already in No Nonsense November and turning them into habits and rituals and things that work for us. You know, part of our morning routine, part of our our uh, retirement routine or our going to bed winding down for the daytime. Uh, I like to have a ritual for both starting my day and finishing my day. And if I follow the same habits and the same things every day, I find that I feel less stressed. I feel better. I feel more in control of my surroundings in my life, no matter what is going on in the world or around me or in the family or with my kids or with my relatives or with my friends or with my associates, anything. Having things that I can control like my morning and my evening and my daytime routines and habits makes me feel better. And so we always want to do things that make us feel better. So you can use any type of sensory thing can be a cue or a trigger or a reminder or a prompt. Again, define them how you want or call everything cues or everything triggers, whatever works for you. Uh, other things that I've done and I know other people have done, we talked about the gratitude stone, the gratitude rock. Every time I, you know, touch my gratitude rock, I will think of something I'm grateful for. Every time I see a rock around my house, which is a lot, I think of something that I'm grateful for. Those are visual cues for me. Now, 
they're getting fuzzier as my vision gets worse, but I can still find rocks and I can feel rocks. And so just holding a rock gives me a sense of calm and peace. I, it's really weird, but I've always been that way. Uh, so you can set timers and messages, recorded messages, verbal messages. You can talk to Alexa. If you've got Alexa at your house or another home system that helps you, you can ask her to give you reminders. She will actually remind you to do different things. So you can get verbal reminders. You can have sensory reminders. I actually um, still, after 10 years, keep a glass of water. I have a special glass with ladybugs on it that used to be my dad's up at the cabin. And Every day, I, I constantly drink out of that glass of water. Every time I walk by that ladybug glass, it's full of water. I stop what I'm doing, no matter where I'm going, what I'm doing. I drink it down. I fill it up again, and I put it back. And every time I walk by it, I drink water. It's a visual, physical cue and reminder that I need to continue to drink water. So that reinforces my good habit. I used to keep a little Post-it note uh, pad by it, just, you know, little Post-its. And I would put a little hatch mark on the post-it note every time I drank a glass of water back when I wanted to make sure I got at least eight glasses of water a day but now I've been doing it for so long just the glass drink go glass drink go and it's very rare that I wouldn't drink my eight glasses of water following that method uh, you can use visual cues if you want to do a, a number of things for example um, there's a paperclip strategy where you can have a, a, two little bins of paper clips and say you want to make 20 to 50 sales calls a day or you want to post 20 things on your social media account or you want to do any habit where there's a lot every time you do it you take uh, the paper clip from one spot and put it in the other and then back and forth back and forth you know throughout your day to make sure that you're visibly counting and seeing your progress to make sure you're doing the things that you've committed to and say you're going to do for yourself uh, some people will do like exercise challenges. They're going to do uh, 10 push-ups every time they take a break or every you know hour they're going to make sure they get up and walk around because they have, you know, working from home, we have gotten really sedentary. So they'll put a lineup. I could use my ducks, right? I could take my ducks and every time I uh, got up and I, I did my walk every 15 minutes, I could move a duck. I could put them backwards or something. Or you could use change sometimes you know i a lot of us i've done this forever is i've got a jar of change wherever i lose change i throw it in the jar every day we could take the number of coins or the number of things the number of times you want to do something put it on one side of your dresser or counter or wherever you might see it and then every time you do it slide it to another position and that helps you to keep track so you can find fun creative visible ways to to reinforce these habits i will hate to admit it but when i was younger I tended to have a potty mouth and I had little kids and often as a mom I was driving other little kids around and I wanted to make sure I didn't swear in front of them ever so I had rubber band on my wrist and every time I swore or with thought about swearing I would snap that baby rubber band to negatively remind me so so triggers you can create triggers to stop behaviors you don't want to have as well I would snap that wrist and I'll never forget one of my my son's friends as they were, I think they were just probably right out of high school. He goes, oh, Mrs. Elstrom, you don't have your, your rubber band on your wrist. He said, I remember you always put that rubber band on your wrist, snapping it. And I was a little embarrassed, but it makes me laugh because it shows that it works. It was really effective. Another thing you can do, and I will secretly admit I do this as well, is you can put post-it notes around your bathroom mirror or around your computer I or around your cell phone or whatever, your ring light. I used to have and I don't actually have any right now but I used to always have post-it notes 
around my office, around my computer, around everything, around my phone, especially the phone because I'm not a huge lover of talking on the phone. I love face-to-face -face video conferencing and, and Zoom calls and one-on-one -on -one Facebook calls and things. I like seeing people that I'm talking to and I love that our phones can see things now. Not that I see very well, but I can on my 62-inch screen TV. I can see every freckle on your face. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't like to talk on the phone. So I had a note on my phone that said smile and a lot of times when I answer the phone again it's an it was an interruption and I was always busy doing something else so I had to take a deep breath and smile whenever I picked up the phone or it comes through that you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off and I didn't really want to portray that to people that might be calling my business so we can use visual clues we can use um, melodies symbols um, patterns of light bracelets bracelet reminders a lot of times people have bracelets or tattoos that say things that remind us of how we want to think or feel or behave. So there's all kinds of amazing creative ways that you can use cues, triggers, patterns, reminders, questions, prompts to help you to reinforce positive habits. Now I will say one of my favorite is, and this is because I personally love them, sea salt caramels. I, if I follow my routines and my patterns and I do what I say I'm going to do and I meet my commitments every day, right before bed, I will eat a sea salt caramel. Now I'm sure my cardiologist and other people would say, well, you shouldn't eat a sugary sweet caramel right before you go to bed. You should have a protein snack. And I say, no, that is my reward part of following my routines, my morning routines, my daily routines, doing the things I say I'm gonna do. And I have even found a way to make sea salt caramels a positive cue and trigger for me. Sit, I would love to know your experience with cues and triggers and reminders and prompts. Have you used them? Do you use them? How do they work for you? Have you got like a secret strategy that you use all the time that, that you just love and want to share with us? Share those in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another No Nonsense November Tool of the Day. Have a great day.